Hello, welcome to Getting It Done, a podcast about music, education, and life lessons. I'm your host, Tim Rausenberger, and today is Thursday, January 4th, 2018. Thank you so much for joining us for this third part of a three-part series. This is episode 197, Creativity, Independence, and Critical Thinking in Education. Over the past two days, I've discussed creativity and independence in great detail, especially as they pertain to the typical school day, as well as the student. Today, we're going to discuss two words that a lot of people in the world do not want those in education knowing about. Critical thinking. And you might be a little baffled when I say that. Why would he say people would not want us to know about critical thinking. Well, before I answer that question, I think it's important, instead of the creativity and the independence where I offered my views, but didn't give exact definitions about either of those two words, I think it's important for us to get a better understanding of critical thinking. In recent years, specifically in this decade, for the past eight years or so, there has been a thrust in education towards critical thinking. People in the education, in the world of education, know this, but people who do not teach, are not administrators, And even a lot of parents are not even aware of the great emphasis on critical thinking, not so much at the college level as it is now from K through 12 in both our public and our private institutions. So let's just get a few things about critical thinking out of the way. First of all, it's always been one of the most important criteria for success in college. And the reason for that is when colleges are looking at students now, they're not just looking at their grades or all of the activities, groups, positions held leadership opportunities, they're looking for a lot more than that. And one of the main uh, parts of an application can be an interview. This is something which was just not that important when I went to college moons ago. So, 
a college wants to find out if you have the ability to think independently. But they're also trying to find out if you can also be logical while you think independently. Critical thinking means that you're making reasoned judgments that are logical and well thought out. It's a way of thinking in which you don't simply accept all arguments and conclusions you're exposed to, but rather you have an attitude involving questioning such as arguments and conclusions. There are so many benefits when you master critical thinking skills. You have better control of your own learning. You're able to convey empathy for other points of view. It's self-directed. It's self-disciplined, self-monitored, and self-corrective. All of these items are part of critical thinking. And I'm not going to even try to say that everything that I've given you in terms of what's important, what's not important, came strictly from me. I've gotten a lot of these uh, ideas from the internet and one particular researcher I would love to give credit to is S.M. Uh, Rehanul Islam. I hope that's the way I'm pronouncing his, uh, his or her name uh, correctly. But I found that uh, the article published on January 27, 2015, uh, what are the importance and benefits of, quote, critical thinking skills. It's an invaluable article, and I strongly recommend that everyone reads it. It, it just simply explains critical thinking well. It's the reason why schools are trying to get students to ex expand their critical thinking skills at a younger age. I have to be perfectly blunt when it comes to that, and I've been outspoken about it in past podcasts. I firmly believe that a lot of school districts have gone overboard with this desire to do critical thinking with, with uh, the younger students. And the reason is very simple. If you go all the way back, well, you don't even have to go back very far to what I just got done saying. The importance of critical thinking. It's being able to take the knowledge that you already possess and then apply it. Well, the issue in education today is that there are a lot of students who don't have that knowledge, who are asking them to do in second grade and third grade. We're asking them to uh, employ these critical thinking skills, but they don't even have their basics down. I have a hard time with students 
being asked to do very wordy uh, equations in math when they don't even know their how to add, how to subtract, how to multiply, divide. They don't know their times tables. That's a, a, a problem. And it's not a little problem. It's a really big problem. This then carries over into language arts. Students that are incapable going into middle school, even high school, of basic sentence structure. Their grammar is poor. They can't spell. So I think critical thinking is extremely important. But you need to have a foundation in place. And I can tell you right now that I've been a critical thinker my whole life, but I was never fully aware of it until the past decade. And I started to apply all of my, all of the information I've gained, all uh, everything I've learned over the years. And not just not just the 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 basic uh how how can i even say it uh not just uh knowing my history knowing scientific facts knowing uh things having to do with math and language arts it's not just that it's also experience and when you put all of that into place, it allows you to critically think better. One of the biggest changes I've made in my life in recent years, and this has been very recent, is I've been able to think through things rationally, logically, without getting my emotions involved all the time. I can't say that I'm perfect. I'm not. I'm always trying to be better. I'm always trying to be better for myself so I can be better for my students and I can be better as a citizen in this crazy world we live in. Critical thinking skills are the one thing that politicians hate. They don't like them at all. There are other people, people who try to control other people. And I'm not insinuating politicians by any stretch, but people who like to control others, people who... uh, want to be sure that you don't have all of the information you need to make the best possible decisions. Those people despise critical thinking because the blunt reality is that people who are in power more often than not do not like to be questioned.
People who have a set agenda, a set idea of what they want to do, they don't want to be questioned. They don't want to be questioned by their constituents. They're, they are they will listen to citizens but they're only going to listen to citizens if citizens are going to support pretty much everything that they stand for on their platform now in this case i'm speaking about politicians sorry to jump all over the place today but critical thinking if you really think about it, critical thinking goes all the way back to age four. Because people talk about how children act when they're infants, and then what happens, what they do when they're one year old, and then two years old, and three years old. And then the magic word that people cannot stand at age four. Why? Child says, why is the sky blue? You, hopefully educated enough, give your best answer. The student may respond, I say student, the child may respond and say, but why? And eventually, a lot of people get fed up. And they just say, because that's the way it is, or because I said so. Though those arguments are not enough for a four-year-old. They're just not. Unfortunately, children at that age are not in any type of position where they're going to speak out unless you are someone who has no control over your child. But they're not likely to speak out because they don't have enough knowledge. They wouldn't be asking why if they knew to begin with. The typical four-year-old doesn't have the capability of going onto the internet and reading about everything that happens with caterpillars and sitting down and reading through Wikipedia. The average four-year-old can't do that. So they are going to go to the trusted adult and ask for that information. This is a component of critical thinking because it's the why. It's you asking questions and trying to be as rational as you can be. It's being able to think independently. There's that word, independence. Not having to be provoked by other people, where you can just wake up one day and start wondering about certain things and asking certain questions. People who are not educated, people who have not had the appropriate schooling or have never run into someone who demands or at the very least asks for critical thinking, those people are the exact people being unfortunately targeted by 
those who often have more money are in again uh they they are they're in charge of a business they might be a ceo of a company or some type of management position and then again politicians these people do not want anyone to engage in critical thinking to which i say to my students all the time please ask me why question things question everything don't question everything to the point of being a pain in the neck but question everything to to the point where you have gained enough information and knowledge to start forming your own ideas your own opinions i take my critical thinking skills every single day and i challenge myself and i push myself to my own limits with presenting high quality podcasts to you i can't say that all of them have been the best episodes they haven't been i know i'm fully aware that there have been times where i have gone so far off on a tangent which people again who know me know that about me but i always feel that the things i'll discuss that take me off of the track for a moment or two are still nuggets of information which can be helpful in in, in one way or another just the very idea of trying to mix up my episodes i don't just do episodes on music or education or life lessons i try to uh, to hit a little bit of everything. I mean, it never dawned upon me that people would love, and to this date, we only have had one interview on the podcast. And I have a lot of people who want more interviews. I didn't realize that. And I take that feedback, and I think it through, and I... I go back to those people and I ask. I don't just try to figure things out on my own. Then, once I've gained the information, then I sit down and I synthesize and I get the ideas of what I want to do. One of the greatest things about uh, commuting and being on the road for a long time is the ability to do just that, to think. And I started to realize when I did my cross-country trips years ago that it was so relaxing to just let my mind go and to just think about things. And I, I, I can even think of one example where I was listening to uh, the music of Don McLean, and I realized I didn't know much about him. 
And I didn't know much about the music and the stories behind it. And I remember getting to a rest stop and I got to my phone right away. And I just sat there and just started reading about him and reading about his music. So then I'm armed with more information and I can use it in different types of ways. Nobody asked me to do that. There was nothing pressing in my classroom. There was nothing in terms of a concert coming up or any type of performance. I wasn't doing any covers. I was just simply listening to music. That's being able to think independently and learn on your own. Most people in this world don't do that. I have close family members. I love them dearly, but they, they, they don't engage in critical thinking. And it bothers me a lot, but it is what it is. Because I think that we need to take advantage of this amazing gift that most of us have been blessed with. And I say most of us because there are a lot of people in this world who might be impaired in one way or another. And they're not taking advantage of... Uh, th those, those people are maximizing themselves to the best of their ability, but they may have a learning disability. They may have some other type of impairment which can cloud... Uh, their judgment or their ability to uh, function the same way cognitively that other people can. And I am so lucky that I know I have the type of aptitude where I can take information and use it for the greater good, which is exactly why I do the podcasts. It's exactly why I teach. It's why I'm trying to make a, a difference in the world every single day, even if it's just one person. And hopefully you're that one person listening to today's podcast that's going to get something out of it. This is why critical thinking is so important. And again... When you think about creativity, when you think about independence, and you think about critical thinking, and you wonder why there are so many things right now in 2018 being eliminated from society, all of them, all three of those areas are being affected by, or they, I should say, they're, they're affected by the, the, the cuts that are being made by our government. When you think about something, if you just think about uh, funding of arts education programs, like on PBS, all three of these areas are severely crippled if that funding is eliminated. There's a method to the madness, though. There's a reason why they're being eliminated. 
because they don't want they don't want people being creative. They don't want people thinking independently, and they certainly don't want critical thinkers. They want the ability to be able to tell you what to do. They want the ability to be able to to teach you as if we're back in class in 1979. Because when I was in kindergarten back then, I was told everything. I didn't, wasn't able to question things. And I had a wonderful, I, I, had a, I don't have any issues with my education growing up. There are a lot of things that could have been better. But I know that there are people who had it a lot worse than I did. And I can say that my elementary education was solid in terms of all the information that I learned. But critical thinking skills back then, I was one of the few lucky ones because I was in a gifted and talented program from, I think, grade three or grade four all the way up to grade six. And we did the... Um, we, we had critical thinking... Uh, exercises that we engaged in frequently. Some of them I really enjoyed and some of them I hated. The ones that involved a ton of reading I couldn't stand because I hated to read. I didn't comprehend things very well. But anything that had to do with math, anything that had to do with logic, I ate it up. Loved it. And I was one of the lucky ones, again. Uh, but I was probably one of the 10% of students in the school who were lucky enough to be in that program? What about my other classmates? The other 90%? What about them? Well, they just didn't get it. Now, you certainly do, I think, as long as people have ever been in college, I think you always have had that situation because in college, they can't force you to do anything. If you don't want to go to class and you don't want to do the work, you don't have to. They're just going to fail you and then you just fail out of college. They've got your money anyway. So it doesn't really matter to them. And I'm not saying that colleges are uncaring, but that's just the way that a college works. And that's the way it's supposed to be. And that's where the critical thinking comes in. And the independence, not as much the creativity. So, as usual, I like to do things a little bit differently. I, I never want my podcast to be boring, and I hope that all these different, um, again, like I said earlier, nuggets of information have proven to be valuable to you, that you can employ in some way, whether it's you personally or being able to pass it along to others. But I can tell you this much, though. We need everyone to be doing this because I hate to be blunt like this, but there are definitely people who exist in this world that want nothing more than a society filled with stupidity. They want that. There are some people in this world that want nothing more. They want people to be as uneducated as possible 
and not maximizing anything about themselves, where their brain just dies. And that's unacceptable. And we need more people to know what's going on with the world, to be aware of anything and everything. Because, my goodness, we have so many problems going on right now. There's got to be at least one thing that each person can enjoy or excel at. Maybe you know that there's something wrong with climate change. And we, we know there is. I can tell you right now. But the way that I learned, I didn't know anything about climate change just to pass this little bit of information along. I went to Yellowstone National Park. And I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I remember going to an area where there was a giant cauldron. That... It was essentially at the, at the top of a mountain and it was just like a giant bowl where there should be, should have been water. This was, I, I can't even think of how high up I, I must have climbed 400 steps to get to this thing. And I remember looking down and somebody who was next to me said, oh yeah, 20 years ago, this was filled up to the top. Like it was flowing over. It's filled to about 99% capacity. And right now, filled to 1%. 1%. You saw little puddles here and there. That was the extent of it. And you want to sit here and tell me that there hasn't been anything with climate change. Baloney. But there are people out there who probably enjoy the weather. You should become passionate about that. That should be your thing. And focus on just that area. We don't need people to be experts in everything. We need people to be experts in a specific area and be able to have enough people to say, no, this is wrong. This is how it is. And this ridiculousness... Uh, that uh, th that the facts are not true and that scientific evidence is not true and science is is for the birds listen i think that everyone has something they should believe in and if you believe in religion that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but i think that people who think rationally and think logically and are critical thinkers, the ones that are religious also know enough that to know that religion alone does not control the entire world. That's just a fact. That's just the way that it is. There's too much proof out there. There's too much that we have seen in, in our lifetime. There's just overwhelming evidence. 
And there will be people who will tell you otherwise. So you need to keep this this idea of these three particular areas in particular. This is the reason why I focus on these three areas. To be able to be creative, to keep that part of your brain in always to, to have the ability to come up with new and exciting things on your own, your own creations, your own inventions. Independence, not needing others to decide things for you. You being able to think on your own and critical thinking. As always, I hope that you will pass the information along from this episode. I think these three areas are far too important to be neglected. And the best way that you can uh, that that you can help me out and help others out is by sharing the information. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast through SoundCloud, through iTunes. I am still passionately pleading with Spotify to uh, put the podcast on there. We're just about at 200 episodes now. I'm not sure why we haven't gotten on Spotify yet, um, but I know how challenging it is to get on there. Hopefully that's going to happen soon. But I thank you as always for tuning in listening to um, all of my different ideas, and uh, I wish you well in these three areas.